Welcome back to the 24 Podcast, the unofficial podcast for Fox's award-winning show 24, coming back in May. And so I'm Josh Rivers, Woo! joined again with Mark. I'm Mark Sievercrum. Sorry, yes. did I cut you off there? No, that's okay. <laughs> I just Can I say one thing about 24 coming back? Only one? Woohoo! <laughs> that's it. Yes. That but pretty I much think... covers it. Well, I, I think we'll say a lot more about it, too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> We've already said plenty, and there'll be plenty to say still. That's right. So, yeah, definitely excited for it. And so um, not in not a whole lot of news that I'm aware of at the time of this recording. And so I did see something where they were getting prepped for episode three and four nice. of LAD. And so... That kind of tells me that they're probably done with one and two. Right. There might and be so, some like editing and whatnot, but yeah, probably done with the filming of, of it. Right. And so working on three and four. And so, and I can't remember when I saw that sometime in this last week. And so, and uh, uh, I, I like John Casser's um, little teasers. Um, I don't know if you've, yeah. I don't know if you've seen, seen, seen them. a couple, not, not a ton of them. Yeah, so he'll he'll take a picture and it's like like a picture of a wooden wall or something. It's mm-hmm. like, nope, here here's the basis of the scene. It's like, okay, that doesn't help nice. us too much. But thanks, John. <laughs> but, but it is nice. I mean, it's kind of kind of fun that they're able to kind of interact a little You're bit like, with the fans. You almost, you almost want to be like, hey, thanks, David. I mean, John, that was awesome. <laughs> thanks for teasing us. He's been hanging out with David uh, Fury too long. That's what's happened. Probably they're all having way too much fun. Although I would love to find out that they're they're thinking of us when they're teasing people because they've heard us talking about it. Yeah, that they probably cool. are. I would think so. I mean, that's of course, probably, that's probably yeah. their exact thoughts. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we are, man. We're we've only got two seasons left after this. We are rocking through season six, well, and the redemption, I guess. So. Yeah. So um, actually, um. Just to let everybody know, give everybody a heads up here in a couple of weeks, we're going to be switching formats a little bit. Yes. Um, and so kind of getting ready for LAD. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to start releasing this on Tuesday mornings mm-hmm. or Tuesday, at least sometime. Tuesday midday-ish. Um, yeah, yeah, it would be midday, I guess. Um, U.S. time. And mm-hmm. so if you're listening in... Um, another part Anywhere of the else. world it could be offset somehow and so because whenever lad comes we'll be watching it that monday night and then mark and i will collaborate and we'll record the record episode tuesday, tuesday morning and then send it out right away right and so try to get that um as close as we can to the actual um episode that's yes. being released and so yes and so in preparation for that, we're going to go ahead and um, as we get into season seven, we're going to switch our release date to um, Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Yeah. And so and so this week we're going to. Can we do a cool like part? We should do a cool like YouTube trailer like all the TV shows do where it's like the 24 podcast moving to Tuesdays soon. There you go. Uh, it'd be kind of cool. <laughs> Did you video yourself just doing that? Because we could just use I that. should have, shouldn't I? I oh, okay. Now, now we got to redo it. it. I know it. Take two. 
Okay. That's right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so uh so uh we're gonna finish up season six today. Um yep. you and I and then I believe you and Next Joel week, yeah. are gonna be uh kind of doing a recap over season six and then we're gonna yep. have an episode talking about redemption. Yep. Well is redemption between <clears throat> six and seven? Yes. Oh, well, I was thinking it was between seven and eight for some reason. No, so yeah. So coming up on that, and so uh, we'll, well have, let, have that episode. Let's, let's throw this teaser out, too. We're going to be discussing with Joel um, a certain project he's been working on related to 24. Yes. When I when I talk to him. So be prepared for that. Don't miss it. Yes. Definitely. So anyway, so that's kind of what's coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Give you guys a heads up. So if you mm-hmm. anxiously await the podcast on Fridays, um, then you can be able to Look forward to looking for it on Tuesdays instead. You can anxiously await it four days, three days earlier. Yes. Unless you look at it the other way, then it'll be three days later. Three days. But <laughs> but. Don't look at it that way. That'll make you sad. Yes. Because actually, we'll probably, um, when we do the switch, they'll be um, pretty close to each other. Because we'll mm-hmm. do the that one on sense. Friday or even Thursday night. I may do it Thursday night. Allow a little extra yeah. gap. And then... The next Excellent one would be Tuesday. the very following Tuesday. So yep. be prepared. It'll be coming up. So anyway, let's go ahead and jump into let's it. In. So when last we left our hero. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually we actually left when we were talking about Wayne, right? Wayne yeah, so... um, has Wayne has um well Wayne by ex- or Tom by extension of Wayne. Actually Wayne didn't know anything about it. Tom convinced Daniels air quotes there convinced yeah um to withdraw his challenge um to remove palmer and so everybody's breathing a sigh of relief realizing that oh good we've averted a nuclear strike only to find out that wayne has ordered a nuclear strike yes <laughs> so tom walks in and is like president what are you doing are you out of your mind this is what you like risked your life for and um anyways so they launched a strike gets a call from the ambassador really quickly understandably so yes Bester's like mr president we've done everything we you've asked and you know he says look you know you've been withholding stuff from us and we need more information we need something to stop these bombs and all the while tom and karen are telling the president you're they've told us everything they have they've they've you know helped us they've done everything they could well it turns out they hadn't mm-hmm. well they've done everything they could i think but they they knew of this guy right the government this this um you know high-ranking general that had been helping fayed and he, they give him the, this name and say that he's in custody and that they're interrogating him. And so Palmer calls off the strike. And you're like, oh, thank goodness. And then, you know, Tom's like, well, we'll send a team over to re- recover um, the nuclear warhead out of the ocean. And that's when Palmer tells him, yeah, there's no nuclear warhead. It was a bluff. Yeah. You know, it was just yeah, it was, it was just a missile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so at that point, you realize that Palmer's not crazy. Because for a while there, I started thinking, you know, was it something with the explosion? Did he, like, go loopy or something? Yeah. (laughs) But then you realize that, no, he's, I mean, that's exactly probably what his brother would have done. I mean, it was a genius move. Got the information they needed. Anyways, this this general, they end up having to get, coerce him to um, uh, talk to Fayed. Because during this time, Fayed, of course, has been um, captured. And then uh, they planned a release, you know, a CTU team capture got him back. Well, anyways, he ends up killing all them, realizes that this is BS. 
Right. Um, the general had given him a warning code that he was under under duress, as they say, and kills everybody. And um, yeah, so they're they're following him, and um, Jack ends up following him, catching catching him, and like hitching a ride on the bottom of a garbage truck. That looked like fun. And yeah. Seemed like a. And, and actually, I was looking at the time, and I mean, he was riding under that thing for like fifteen minutes. That's pretty impressive. It I'll is. give him that. I mean, his, his face is like two inches from the axle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I kept thinking it's like when when I used to be driving truck. This is a total side note, but I had a a drive shaft that broke on me when I was driving, and I just started thinking about that when Jack sitting in. And I'm like, if, if anything goes wrong, he's dead. <laughs> I mean, I mean the, not even just the dropping on the ground. Like if something breaks in this garbage truck, he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's just the way it is. So, anyways, that was funny. Um, so. Let's see. Yeah, so anyways, so, he, catch, he catches Fayad, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he follows them to their, their headquarters and is waiting for CTU to right. hopefully try to be able to file him because he was trying to contact him but lost contact. Right. And so as far as Jack knows, he's on his own but right. hoping that CTU shows up. And mm-hmm. so he goes in and in a rampage, he he kills all of them, including Fayad. Which they, did a great job, single-handedly. I'll say yes, and uh, and they they're, they're like facing each other, just feet away from each other. They both pull their triggers and are empty, and then yeah. they just then they start in a fist fight and grabbing objects. And I mean, man, that mm-hmm. was that was kind of intense. Well, and I love the end where he, he wraps him up in the chain and yeah. then very calmly walks over to the uh, lift <laughs> <laughs> and strength. I mean, it was like he didn't even like fight for it or anything. He just kind of wrapped him up. Fayad's like, oh crap! <laughs> His like arm stuck in there. He's like, ah! and then Jack's like, just raises him up. I mean, there was no due process at that point. We're done with you. Yeah, we've got the nukes. That's all we need. So, anyways, they get the nukes right. And right. Uh, during the debrief, because then Doyle shows up. Yes. Thanks, Doyle. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, great timing. <laughs> you know, where were you when I killed twelve guys? Um, he gets a phone call. Jack does, and it's from Audrey. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Before this, be he dead. got a phone call from Audrey saying, Jack, you know, help me. And Jack had thought she was dead. He'd been told that she was dead. Gets another call uh, from Chang, who's holding Audrey. And we all remember Chang. Yay. And basically says, look, I will give you Audrey. But I want one of those um, arming chips from the nukes that you're standing by. I don't know if he knew we were, they were standing by him, but... Basically, that has all the information that will uh, render Russia's uh, defenses, you know, null and void for the Chinese, and they can, you know, do what they will. And uh, yeah, it also had all their technology secrets right. and all That's that, right. so they yep. could be able to implement that for their own arsenal as right. well. So Jack basically says, "Look, there's no way I can get that to you," and he's like, "Yeah, well, you'll find a way, or I'll kill Audrey." He knows the way to Jack's heart. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, Jack's like crap so he ends up you know Buchanan's like there's no way I'm letting you do this no we're, we're not doing this and Jack's like okay well as a favor let me talk to the president so he talks to Wayne and uh, Wayne uh, approves this basically Jack says look I'm gonna I'm gonna rig the building with C4 I'm gonna give it to him and get Audrey safe as soon as Audrey's safe I will blow the building even that if that includes me dying basically Right. And Palmer's like, I can't ask you to do that. I can't ask you to give you your life. And it's a great line. You remember this line, Josh, when he's like, uh, with all due respect, Mr. President, I don't know if he says that, but he could have. He's like, 16 hours ago, 
you asked me to give my life for this thing. I mean, you asked me to sacrifice. That's why you brought me back. Well, and and then, like, okay, <laughs> well, and then Jack says um, three words that I don't think he's ever said before, and that is, you owe me. That's true. I don't think he's yeah. ever said that to anybody. He did pull that line. Yeah. And I think that was the, the final thing to get him to do it, because if you remember at the beginning when Palmer talked to him and told, uh, told him that you know they were – he, they were turning him over to Fayed, and Fayed was going to kill him. You know, Palmer said, hey, Jack, I owe you. I, I don't know, you know, thank you so much for doing this. You shouldn't have to, but I owe you, basically. So I think that was Jack saying, look, remember what you said earlier today. So anyways, right in the middle of this, this is, uh, um, let's see. Okay, so this is when Wayne goes to a press conference and ends up collapsing. You know, has some troubles discussing and went on. He had, what, a brain hemorrhage, I think they said? Um, basically the effects of, of them giving him adrenaline and bringing him out of the coma finally caught up with him. Mm-hmm. Collapses. And it's funny because he'd asked Daniels for his res- resignation, basically saying, look, no, we've never liked each other, um, but it's been a marriage of convenience, basically. Uh, but we're not going to be able to work together after this, and you and I both know it. So I'm going to go ahead and need your resignation. <laughs> That'd be great. You know, it's kind of like that office space mm-hmm. thing where he's like, I'm going to have to go ahead and have you resign. Okay. Uh, and... <laughs> You know, Daniels is like, how dare you? I'm not resigning. He's like, oh, this isn't exactly how he said it. This is if Mark played President Palmer. This is how it would sound. He's like, yes. <laughs> oh, well, I seem to remember a certain f- conversation that uh, Mr. Lennox had recorded. And if you don't want that coming out, you're going to resign. You don't have to do it today. But, you know, sometime in the next week would be great. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Noah just kind of grumbles like in like the old man that he is and walks out and <laughs> And to his credit, he basically says, "I'm done. I'm not. I'm not waiting a, a week. I'm not putting up with this crap." You know, young whippersnapper. I can't. I think that's kind of the way he looked at it. You know, yeah. guy doesn't know what the heck he's doing. I. I have all the experience. I'm done. He can. You know, wipe my hands of it. So he drafts up this letter. Tells Lisa, his assistant, about this letter and says, "Look, you know, right after he finishes his press conference, I am giving him this letter and I'm done. You know, thanks for all you've done." And she's like, "Why?" She's like, "Well, they have a recording of you and I discussing this." Oh. And so she apologizes, and he's like, whatever, you know. And I love the scene. If you haven't seen this episode, it's episode, let's see, 18, day 6, 11 p.m. through midnight. And he's standing watching the press conference, Daniels is, Mm -hmm. and Palmer's having trouble speaking, collapses finally. And you watch Daniels. He has this letter. He like very calmly folds it up, opens his jacket, and sticks it in his jacket pocket. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. He's just like. Well, don't need to do that now. <laughs> yeah. That was a little you know convenient for him. It was. And actually, I have to say, he was fairly, and there was a couple times that I was kind of still iffy with him, but as the president, he, he did okay at that point. I don't know if he learned his lesson or like if we just realized that Palmer wasn't coming back, so we got used to it. But, I mean, like he he built some consensus. You know, he and Tom had their discussion of, he's like, you know, Tom, you you know, you, you fought against me pretty hard. Is that going to be a problem? And Lennox is like, you know, now that we're here, no. You know, we have the, we do, you know, we do agree on policy and, you know, you have my support basically because Tom knew that, you know, you are supposed to be the president now. President Palmer collapsed and it's in his best interest, blah, blah, blah. And Tom even stands up for Karen and Daniels agrees with it. He's like, you know, is Karen going to be a problem? He's like. You know, she disagrees, but it's good to have that balance. And he's like, right. okay, she stays. And I was like, 
wow, I, I kind of halfway expected him to be like, no, I'm, I'm done with her. I'm not dealing with this whole balance crap. Yeah, I think Tom did a lot of growing um, through all this. So he started to realize the value that Karen had, I think. And so and then the, to see to see the kind of the extreme as far as where he was headed. After that, you see Tom and Karen mm-hmm. kind of getting along a little bit more. And yeah. so and even a little bit later, um, I forget his name now, but the guy that tried to pull um, Lennox into the conspiracy. Reed. Reed. Pollock. Yeah. So he he comes and he has um brings the information about Karen and and says yeah she buried this information and so and so then the justice um came to her and said hey uh we got to we got to blame somebody and so it's either going to be you or it's going to be Bill uh Buchanan and so and so she she said I I mean I I can't go in that because it's too close to the president but I can't fire my husband (laughs) and so he didn't do anything wrong and she's like well someone's got to go someone's going to go down with this well and and then I don't know I don't know if you can find that conversation between Karen and Bill to play but you know that conversation they have is is very tense because you know, Karen's basically Karen's Karen doesn't want to do this, but she's being forced to basically. Right. And if if Bill is being honest with himself, he knows that that's the right decision, um, because Karen is the only voice of opposition around the president. I mean, if somebody else is appointed, it's going to be somebody that does whatever Daniels wants to do. So it does make sense. But you know, Karen's kind of dancing around it, and and but Bill's response is is one that I'd never seen that type of response from Bill before, and and obviously it was a different situation. But you know, we. <clears throat> He was hurt, but Bill's a guy that takes pride in what he does, and he takes pride in the job he does. Mm-hmm. And his only comment was, do you understand what people are going to think or assume if this happens? They're going to they're gonna assume, the assumption is going to be that I did something wrong. He's like, and I didn't do anything wrong. You know, right. everything I did was the way I was supposed to do it. You know, and, and we followed the law. I mean, there was not enough to hold him. We released him. I mean, yeah, we wish we would have kept him now, but there's nothing we could have done. You know, so that's a very poignant conversation, and it's very um, sad. You, you feel bad for Bill. You feel bad for Karen. Um, they're both really being pushed into it. Um, but, you know, I couldn't help but after that phone call wonder, you know, what happens to their relationship? I mean, that's one of those things that's like, does a relationship recover from that? I mean... Well, from you know, what I remember in season seven, it doesn't seem like they're together. Yeah. So well, I, I, I'm thinking it, it basically kind of ended after the season. And I was torn. You know, I was torn sitting there, and I'm like, if I'm in Bill's position or I'm in Karen's position, it's like it's it's the right thing to do, but it's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like for the country, it's the right thing to do. But I'm looking at it from like a relationship standpoint. I mean, if if I'm if my spouse being is being accused of something – of this magnitude. I mean, because this is something not just being accused of, but I mean, this is the guy that like released nuclear bombs on American soil. I mean, Bill Buchanan is probably named as being, you know, one of the worst people in the government ever because of this. Mm -hmm. If I'm in that position, I don't know if I'm putting my spouse through that, you know, even if it does cost me my job. So I'm torn. I mean, I don't know what I would have done and I'm, I'm glad I wasn't in that position because you know, I think Karen knows going through her mind, and I think Bill probably does too, that, you know, this is, at the very least, this requires months and months of marriage counseling. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. <laughs> There's no just, hey, I'm sorry, how was your day at work kind of thing after this. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah. I, I almost wonder if Karen could have had somebody else deliver the news. Or if she had to yeah. be the one to do it. I don't know. But Bill, Bill's a pretty smart guy. I mean, Bill's going to realize that this comes from the National Security Advisor. I mean, that's his boss. Which right. it's interesting that they allow somebody to be. I guess he wasn't really a direct report, but you had you know district between. But um, you know, typically you don't have somebody that's related, you know, as a direct report to somebody else. So maybe that's why, because it was district and she was far enough away that it didn't really affect it. I don't know, but maybe. Anyways, that being as it is, Bill's uh, gone. He puts Nadia in charge, and um, Nadia does a good job. She Nadia's does. Good. Yeah, she's she's come a long ways from being detained. For helping the terrorists to the acting director of CTU. Yes. <laughs> That's a, quite the swing in a few hours. Um, let's see. Jack meets up with Chang and uh, is about ready to, well, got Audrey free. Audrey obviously has some issues. Um, they've, you know, used some chemicals to, you know, torture her. And Jack kind of knows what she's going through because I think he went through probably about the same thing. Yeah. And he's, uh, he just, makes mention of that. He's like, I, I know what they did. I understand. Right. I could help her. So he knows that, you know, it's pretty serious mm-hmm. and gets her out of the building, basically says, look, as soon as Audrey's down by that bridge, I'll give you the component. Right. So she gets down there. He gives her the component and is getting ready to blow the entire building. I mean, he set the C4. He, the whole building was going down. He was going down with it. He he didn't care, you know, because Jack says he's a patriot. You know, he's not letting the Chinese get this technology. And it's at this point that Doyle's shown up and ruins everything. Yeah. He's like, I can't let them, you know, because he doesn't realize that Jack was getting ready to blow the building. He just thinks that, you know, the Chinese were going to take off with this thing. So anyways, he shoots somebody, causes a major firefight. Chang disappears out the back in these black Hummers that nobody knew he had and um, gets away. You know, Audrey's safe. Mm -hmm. Jack's quote unquote safe. He's arrested, but he gets in there and Jack does one of his, you know, I don't think this is exactly what he said, but he could have, you know, what the hell were you thinking? I had this, you know, I had him. Yeah. He's like, he's like, what do you mean what he, I had him? He's like, here's the detonator for the C4. I was about ready to blow the building. And Doyle's just kind of like, crap. Yeah. <laughs> Doyle's a good guy. He's very black and white. But I think I think if he would have been given a few seasons to work with Jack, that would have been a, an option. I think he mm-hmm. would have been a really good CTU agent. Yeah. Because as you watch later on through the rest of the season, he he gets more and more... Uh, spirit of the law, I guess, is at the beginning. I mean, he's very, you know, hard laced, you know, military. You know, we do what the chain of command dictates, period, and we do it mm-hmm. my way, you know. But this is the beginning of him starting to say, well, maybe there's some times where we have to, you know, adjust a little bit. Right. You know, so they get back to CTU, you know, um, and they get this guy, what, from district, I think it was, to that's going to try to get some information from Audrey. And I don't think he's trying to hurt her, but he just realizes in the time we have, the only way that I can get something from her is to give her drugs. And I loved, I loved Doyle's comment. You know, he's standing there by Nadia when the guy's telling him this. He's like, so they gave her drugs and you're going to give her more to get her out of it. Yeah, nothing could go wrong there. (laughs) That's that's not what he says, but that's basically his point. He's like, are you out of your mind? Yeah. And he's like, well, that's the only option. And Nadia's like, well, what are the, you know, what are the. What's the what's gonna happen? What are the side effects? And he's like, well, twenty two percent of people die. <laughs> and Doyle's like, yeah, we can't do that. That's not good. And I don't think it was so much of a we can't do it because life is precious as a we can't do this because we told Jack 
that we would keep her safe. I, I really feel like that's what he was thinking of. Mm-hmm. You know, we told Jack that we would protect her, and and I think it was a part of, look what she's been through already, and now you just want to possibly kill her. So, you know, this is where Doyle really redeems himself. He goes into Jack's holding cell, uncuffs him, tells him what's going on. And Jack's like, so why did you uncuff me? He's like, because I think you need to do something about it. And then I love the line. He just looks at Jack and he looks at Jack and he's like, make it look good. And then he turns around. <laughs> I'm like, nice. So Jack, you know, puts him to sleep, goes in there, gets Audrey and gets her down to a basement and ends up getting information from her that helps them get to Chang. Well, where Chang was, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he's the only one. And basically, that's exactly what he does. He he basically talks to him and says, look, I'm going to protect you, you know, and that's a pretty poignant scene, too, because you can tell that Jack's been through what Audrey's been through. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, I know how you feel. You feel like you're never going to get free. You feel like you need them, but you hate them, you know, and, and everything that you would imagine you would go through when you've been tortured to the extent that she has been and that Jack was. Um, and he ends up getting one word from her right before they break in and, you know, take her, take him into custody again. But it's a. Uh, I mean, to me, it was evidence of, and you know, Jack says, I'm not putting my gun down until you agree that that guy's going to be nowhere near him, near her. And I love that Nadia stands up to the guy, finally, the doctor. And she's like, you need to wait in my office. And he's like, well, that's my prisoner. She's like, it's my witness. Go wait in the office. Go with these guys. I'm like, go Nadia. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Right on. Yeah. So it was but, a, I love that. Yeah. Anyways, pretty intense. Yeah, but um, while this is going on, unbeknownst to CTU, there's a plot that they're about to be attacked. Meanwhile. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah, so the Chinese, um, which actually has a new partner, um, mm-hmm. which is a relative of Jack. Yeah, we find out about that. not been killed yet. <laughs> right. During that, we find out, you know, isn't that Chang gets on the phone with him, right? And we find out that he had found somebody that could repair this component for him because it had been damaged. As right. I don't think we mentioned that. You know, as we we're driving away, it had yeah. been damaged. And I think I don't know if Jack did that on purpose. Probably. I would. Just, that's a very Jack thing to do. Let's damage it so they can't realize right away that it doesn't work, but it won't work. Right. Which is what led to them storming CTU, right? Right. Because they needed the part of the deal was, you know, they found Philip Bauer, Bauer who was more than happy to help them arm it. That guy, I. Uh, I don't know about Philip. Well, I do know about Philip Bauer. I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, I don't like him either. I mean, he's like helping terrorists over and over again, and the Chinese. I guess the Chinese weren't really the terrorists, but well, over and over point, again, they he's on the terrorists. wrong right. <laughs> over and over again, he's on the wrong side of things. Yes. But anyways, his plan is: I lost Josh. Josh is all I have left, and um, so I'm going to negotiate fixing this thing for my grandson. So you're right. right. They uh, they uh, storm CTU. While Doyle and his team, so all of the the field agents at CTU are out trying to find him, you know, find Chang and his men, mm-hmm. you know, they break in. <laughs> and and uh, I love the fact that during this, well, actually, I guess it was before Jack gets loose, but we could talk about that real quick. But Jack, Jack's in the, in the inside and he's like, I can hear we're being attacked. You know, they're in sector three, you know, and he has this guard outside and he's like, open the door for me. And you're like, the guy's not going to get it open. He's going to get shot before he can open the stupid door. Well, he gets it open. Jack talks to him for a second. Then he gets shot. Yeah. <laughs> so luckily Jack's free. Um, but before this, you know, you have the main guy who looks really familiar. I'm not sure what he's played in. 
but the main Chinese guy looks really familiar. But he uh, gets there, gets everybody in the middle, and says, who's in charge? And Nadia's getting ready to stand up, like, just about literally ready to stand up. Because he asked, like, three times. Mm-hmm. And um, anyways, right before he can, Milo stands up and says, I am, you know, Milo Pressman. And he's like, come up here. So he starts walking up there, and the guy just, like, puts a bullet in his head. Kind of basically that thing where it's like, well, now I'm in charge. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And Nadia's just standing, sitting there like, oh, my gosh. You know, Milo just gave his life for me, you know? Yeah, just. And that was intense. You see later on when they're sitting there, she's sitting there holding Milo's hand. So, I mean, this has greatly affected Nadia. Yeah, I mean, they had a relationship. They did. Milo really liked him. Yeah, she liked liked Milo. Milo liked her. Um, You know, so I think it was partly that, but I think it was partly, um, it was partly he gave his life for me, but it was also partly, wow, I, that could have been me. <laughs> you know, they wanted to kill me. And that's yeah. probably a sobering thought. But, so anyways, during this time, I guess we didn't talk about the fact that Daniels and his assistant are, you know, supposedly um, in a relationship. Right, and, yeah. Uh, at first, I thought Daniels is cheating on his wife. Then I found out his wife has passed away. So I guess that's better? I don't know. I guess it's I guess. better, but uh, still kind of weird. Still He's, kind of a workplace... Yeah, there seems to be some, there's probably some conflicting interest there. Anyways, um, you find out about that, but then you find out that she's also sleeping with somebody else. And it sounded like he was a, uh, like a lobbyist, right? The guy, this other guy. And she had this alternate agenda that she was going to like get Daniels to do whatever she wanted him to do for like spending or something. It was some, you know, obscure government topic. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, but, but then we find out that this guy's like working with the Russians <laughs> and like passing information to them unbeknownst to her. So let's give Lisa some credit. She wasn't like knowingly committing treason. Yeah. Not that I think it makes it much better if you're unknowingly committing treason. I guess it's better for yeah. you, but it doesn't really help the country much. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so anyways, they find out about this and Lennox is the one that finds it. He's like, Hey, you know, we, we found the mole. And Daniel's like, great, who is it? He's like, it's uh, Lisa Miller. And he's like, what? So he's ticked off because she's, you know, committed treason. Um, even though Dan or Lennox tells her, tells him, yeah, he didn't, she didn't do it knowingly. But he's still pretty upset. And I think he's more hurt than anything because he thought they had this relationship. And it turns out she's two-timing him. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, yeah. So anyways, we get that, and they, they decide to use that to um, get some information to the Russians, some false information, because, you know, that's Tom right there. I mean, that's that's Tom 101. Well, hey, let's take this situation and use it somehow to our advantage, which, let's give him credit. He's good at that. I give him props. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so during this time, you know, we still have this... Uh, CTU, well, I guess it's after that, but CTU is attacked. and So this is where Jack gets out. He goes and he finds, um, what was his sister-in-law's name? I just lost it. I know it starts with an M. Is it Marie? No, not Marie. Not Marine. Um, crap. Jack's sister-in-law. <laughs> Hold on, I'll find it here. Bauer, 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 Bauer. Marilyn. Yeah, Marilyn. there we go. I knew it was an M. So he comes around the corner just as Marilyn and Josh are being taken. Kills the guys. 
and Marilyn's like, you know, they were after Josh. And he's like, what? Are you sure? She's like, yeah, they said we've got the boy. So this is when he realizes something's going on. Right. I don't, I don't know if he's put together quite yet that his dad's involved. But he probably started to. Because he's like, who else would want Josh? I mean, Josh really isn't worth anything to anybody. So anyways, yeah, as they, far as the Chinese are concerned anyway. Yeah. They almost get away. Almost. You know, they sneak Josh into the vents. Marilyn's right behind him, and that's when the Chinese show up. Take Jack and Marilyn hostage, take him down, and the main guy, I can't remember what his name was. Um, he gets on the intercom and basically says, Josh, I'm here to help you. I'm your friend. Okay, that's not what he says, but kind of the same <laughs> thing. But then he like switches and he's like, oh, you heard your mom because his mom was like, Josh, run, or something like that. It's like, oh, that's right. Your mom's here. This this is like 24, according to Mark, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, people are probably like, that's not what happened. He's like, oh, your mom's here. He's like, and by the way, if you want to save her, you need to come out in the next 10 seconds or I will kill her and then I will kill everybody else. So she dies. And then he starts counting down or counting up. I think he started counting up. At least Josh is like running through these vents while crawling. But anyways, he gets there. <clears throat> they get him. You know, they tell Chang they got the boy. They leave. Um, but as they're leaving, you know, Jack and Nadia, Jack's like, okay, you take the one on the left, I'll take the one on the right. Did they talk to Morris about it? Did you see this episode? I can't remember if you saw uh, it. No, I missed this one. I can't, well, I can't was, remember off the top of my head. So they're walking, and they're going to, like, I think lock them in rooms, basically, or take them with them. I don't know if they were going to kill them or what, but they're, like, marching them single file. And Jack says, okay, when I make my move, you take the guy on the left. So Jack attacks the main guy, I think. Yeah. And then um, Nadia attacks the other guy, and Morris actually attacks a guy. So they're taking out these three guys. <clears throat> and, um, you know, Jack ends up killing the main guy. Nadia is about to be killed. You know, like the guy, you know, that whole, you know, in the movies where they're like laying on the floor and like the one's on top of the other one, and they're like slowly moving the gun towards them, and the mm-hmm. other one's fighting it away. It's that thing. Yeah. And so you're like, crap, is Jack going to be able to get this gun and save Nadia before this guy kills her? And just then, Doyle shows up, who as always, has impeccable timing. <laughs> and kills, kills the guy that's, like, about to kill Nadia. And um, so anyways, they uh, do that. And then it's a great line because Jack's like, we got to follow him, you know. They've, they've taken Josh somewhere. I don't know why. we got to follow him. And he looks at Doyle and he's like, I just need a field kit, you know, and, and calm and I'm good. And Nadia's like, uh, you're under arrest. <laughs> and he kind of looks at her like, really? Really, Nadia? I just saved your life? Really? And so um, he lets him go, and they chase down Chang. Um, and then they end up, uh, let's see what happens then. Hmm. Oh, yeah, they uh, they chase, they realize that Philip and Josh are. Well, Philip decides to make a. Uh, a, a deal with CTU to try to get Josh. That's right. And so I, I um, <clears throat> if I remember correctly, that uh, he he said that he'll give up the circuit board if they give him Josh. If and, I, you know, I think that's what it was. Jack has no intention of doing either. <laughs> yeah, of course. But he ends up he's on this oil rig for some reason. I don't know why he's on an oil rig. I don't know if it's just that's where he's going to escape from. Probably. Yeah. That's what his um, plan. He was gonna meet he's a there and then there, right? go. Yeah. So Karen helps Jack by finding out where he's at. I believe 
Right. And then um, also Bill helps Jack by helping him get a helicopter and they, you know, head out to uh, this oil rig to save Josh. They get there, um, you know, obviously just in time, kill Chang's men. They do capture Chang, which is good, and they get Josh back. But during this time, they find out that um, Daniels has ordered an airstrike on this oil rig, which I think we talked, did we talk about this last week, where it's like if you're a nail or if you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> Daniels' solution is, well, blow the whole thing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, I mean, I guess if he has this component, that's not a bad idea. I'll give him that. But, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, clock's ticking down to this airstrike and Jack and Bill are on this, you know, platform trying to save Josh. And um, anyways, they do. And I can't remember. Do they get out in the helicopter? Or they jump into the water? I do not remember. Anyways, they get out somehow. They're safe. Um, And let's see. Yeah. So they uh, get they get Josh back. Philip dies. Chang's captured. And yeah. We all live happily yeah. ever after, right? Almost. <laughs> Until season seven. Well, tune in next time. No. Well, at the at the very end, right? Um, well, actually, we didn't talk about um Heller oh, much. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, but but Heller had shown up to take custody of Audrey, right? Um, when the news came that she was alive, and and so he confronted Jack and and said, "You're cursed. Everyone that comes in contact with you, anyone that you have a relationship with, ends up dead or something bad happens to them. I mean, their their right. life is ruined." And so, and says, no, I'm not going to let you near Audrey. And so, and so he, Which he I'll, takes Audrey. I'll, I'll concede that he's, that's true. That does happen. <laughs> it does happen a lot. Um, Chloe has, has avoided much. Right. That's true. She's about the only one. Not everything, but she's avoided a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, um, but now at the end, after all this happens, Jack shows up at Heller's house. Right. And he is ticked off. Mm-hmm. To say the least, <laughs> yeah, and 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 he's demanding that Heller give him Audrey, and they're going to disappear, and Heller's never going to see them again. <laughs> and right. so, um, and so then, and Heller, I mean, he is absolutely calm during this mm-hmm. whole um, situation, and and he keeps saying, "Hey, Jack, you're not thinking clearly." Right. And so he, he he's saying, no, I, I was wrong before to blame it all on you. He says, I, I know the country owes you a lot. I know you've been through a lot. And Jackie's just firing back and not listening to any of it. Or at least uh, it doesn't seem like it. And and so but but finally, he, he says, if you take Audrey and you're on the run, you're not going to be able to protect her the way that you want to. It's just not going to work. You're not going to be able to take right. care of her how she needs it. Mm-hmm. And so, so then Jackie, he says, show me Audrey. And so Hella reluctantly, it seems, takes, takes him in there and, um, kind of a surprising twist. Jack says, Hey, Audrey, if, I mean, in, in if just a few words anyway, says, mm-hmm. um, says that, uh, I, I promised that I was going to take care of you. And the way that I have to do that is by letting you go. And so he has this little goodbye thing. Of course, Audrey is comatose or close to it. And so and so he's he's saying his goodbyes. And then he walks out past Heller, walks out to the 
to the shore and is just kind of staring out, and that's where they fade off into a silent clock. Yep. Well, and I think, you know, speaking of Audrey here, just real quickly, when when you first hear her, when she first calls Jack, you think that she still has some faculties. You know, like she's still, because she's like, Jack, help me, you know, save me. Mm-hmm. But then you realize later on in the season that those are the only words she says. Right. Like over and over again, that's all she all she can say. You know, after CTU rescues her and they have her there and Doyle's talking to her, all she says is, you know, Jack, save me, help me, you know. Yeah, I think the and, Chinese trained her to say that. Yeah, I think so too. That's probably it, which was very ingenious on their part. Right. But I think, you know, it might have been partly too that she probably figured the only person that would save her would be Jack. I mean, the only person that could save her and would care enough to save her would be Jack. I mean, even her dad, I think he's too rational. Yeah, I, I think he just kind of was like, well, he knew he he thought she was dead, I guess, but you know, Jack knew better. Yeah. But even even her dad, I don't think would have gone. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to like make him sound like a bad dad, really. But I, I don't know. I don't think he would have. Blown well, he wasn't. Up. He wasn't. He wasn't trained like Jack was. You know, he didn't. Jack understands, and I think this is what makes Jack so crazy sometimes. Is he knows he can do it. I mean, he's like, if anybody can do it, I can do it. Right. I mean, if anybody can take on all of the Chinese, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and so he does things that most rational people wouldn't do because he feels like he has a better chance of doing them. And right. so, you know, you have, I don't know, it was sad to see Audrey like that. You know, I kind of had some hope when I was watching it again that, oh, maybe she's okay, you know, and then it just gets worse as it goes on. Well, I don't think so. I think it was always that way, at least from when we see her. Right. But yeah, it is it is pretty poignant. I think Jack was justified in being a little bit upset with Heller because he could did kind of blindside him. Right. You know I mean, you know, he walks into the room at CTU and he's talking to him and Jack's first comment is, Have you seen Audrey? You know, I promise I'll take care of her, you know. He's he's willing to take responsibility for it. Right. And he's blindsided by Heller saying, No, you're not. I don't want you anywhere near her. And I mean you can tell that it just breaks his heart because he's like, Okay, one, you know, I love her. Two you know, um, she she followed me to China to try to save me. That's why this happened is because she cared enough about me when nobody else did to get me out of China or try to. Right. So, I mean, you know, you have that and, and then he just gets blindsided with, yeah, you're never going to see her again. So I can see yeah. Jack's frustrations. <laughs> it's definitely be interesting to be able to see the relationship between all of them at LAD. You know, we talked about that on Twitter. Yeah, we did. I mean, A little bit. Probably- and, uh, and so yeah, it'll, it'll I, definitely be interesting to be able to see how that how that plays out. And so was it was it um Jack uh, Zola that made the comment that he probably won't really like uh, Audrey's new husband? Yeah, pro- I, th- I think that yeah, was I think it was. So yeah, there's gonna be some interesting dynamics because she's obviously married, which means she got better at least relatively. I don't know what that means, but apparently well enough to be married and live a fairly normal life. Um, you know, by the end of 24, you know, Jack's off in the nowhere. And, and this is the last we really hear of Audrey. I think he talks about her, but for all we know, she's in a vegetative state and will be the rest of her life. Right. Which is why when, when it was announced for LED, we're like, oh, wow. Huh. All right. Well, cool. But yeah, she's married apparently. And uh, her dad's the president. And so that will, that will lead some, to some interesting. And didn't we, we did find out, right, that the government's chasing Jack. So apparently yeah. Heller is, has continued this let's chase Jack mentality of the government. So you have that dynamic as well. <laughs> so could or, make for some interesting conversations. 
or at least or at the very least Heller's getting pressure from others right, to pursue. So right. I I don't know. And so because because I mean obviously they didn't leave on good on a good foot there. But but, it, it, but but I mean as far as Heller actually pursuing after Jack I'm not sure if right. I don't know. I can yeah, see after, both ways. After watching it again I I kind of tend to think that yeah, they didn't leave on the best of terms, but I don't think Heller was ticked off at him. And I think I, I think it was more Jack mad at him than right. the other way around. Well, and I think given a few years, I think Heller would even think about it more rationally because he is a rational thinker. Let's give him that. I mean, yeah. he, he typically thinks through things pretty well. It might take him a while, but he does. So I think given a few years, he's going to look at it and say, you know what? This isn't Jack's fault. You know, and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't blame Jack for it. I mean, yeah, I mean, he was the reason Audrey was in China, but it's unfair to blame Jack for it. Jack didn't ask her to come save him. Um, so, you know, I, I I think you might be right. I think it might be more of a, a pressure from others within the government saying, look, you know, look at all the things this guy's done. You know, he and, and we'll get into all of the things that he did in season seven and eight, Yeah. Um, especially eight that really lead him to being a fugitive. Right. Um, so I, I think you might be right. And I can't remember how much did they say how many years is between season eight and season and LED four years, like four years. Okay. So it's still f- pretty fresh in the memory of everybody, you know? Right. And, and so, I mean, and from all indications, I mean, he's basically being pursued right. that whole four years. They just By the haven't been able to track him down. Well, of and, course. Or at least, at least, at least not close enough to where he's caught. It's anyway. Jack Bauer. They're not going to catch him unless he wants to be caught. Let's just be honest about that. Or unless he has to save the world and so he has to come out of hiding. Yeah, or because or, Graham's or he's dead. helping a friend. Right. Graham's dead. Graham, <laughs> Graham is the only one that was able to find him without I don't even think it was the Chinese. I think it was Graham that I found so him too. before season yeah. five. Was it before season five? Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. between there, yeah. So Graham's dead, so he's not gonna find him. So yeah, the only way you're finding Jack is if he helps some kids in the middle of Africa or he helps, you know, save London from certain ruin. Yeah. So we'll yeah, leave that there. Looking forward to it. Man. Tune in next wait. week for uh the uh the Joel review. And yes. then tune in the week after that for redemption. Yeah. Mm, redemption. And then to season seven. I, I think I'll be able to watch redemption before we get to that. I think I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot episodes. easier to review before we do the do it. <laughs> yeah, we'll be able to go in a lot more detail on that one too because yeah, only two episodes instead of right. eight. That's right. <laughs> but That's anyway, right. let's go ahead and uh, sign off. Uh, definitely appreciate anybody going to the twenty four podcast dot com and uh, leaving some comments um, there on the show notes. And so, definitely love to be able to hear your thoughts and your opinions and what you think about what has happened here in season six mm-hmm. and then also even what uh may be coming in lad yep and so definitely would appreciate that um also a review in itunes would yes. be much appreciated so get a uh rating and review and so mm-hmm. we would definitely be very grateful for that that would help us to become a lot more visible and so especially right. now as 24 is um becoming a lot more um, newsworthy, if you will. So it's starting to spread and people are a lot more aware of it now. And so they may be looking for more information. And so mm-hmm. we'd love to be able to help them with that. Yep. And so 
You know, and, and join the conversation on Twitter. We've had some really good conversations. And I mean, there's a core of us that really discuss it, but we get other people that jump in and we'd love to have you jump in um, and have you join that discussion with us. We talk about all sorts of things. You know what, Josh and I and, and uh, Joel and Jack, we all kind of, as we're reviewing these seasons again, we've been tweeting things that, that stick out to us. Like, you remember, Josh, I, I mentioned actually that Jack refers to Curtis as his partner. You know, we talked earlier that the only partner he'd ever had was Chase, but Jack himself says that he killed his partner earlier that day, which of course would be Curtis. So, right, Anyways. but yeah, but but at the same time, I don't think it's official partner because I mean he was kind of reinstated, you know, what? on a provisional basis. But yeah, Josh, I'm not buying it. Josh, if Jack says he's his partner, I'm taking okay. Jack's word for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so those are kind of the things that we talk about there. I mean, it's not just um, news that's coming up, but it's as we're re- rewatching the show. And in a condensed time period, um, we're discussing the things that stuck out to us that we hadn't thought of before or funny quotes. I mean, we've had some funny quotes from uh, Morris and and some other people. And so it really is. It's a neat way, I think, to discuss 24 that that wasn't ever available, really, you know, when the show was out. I mean, Twitter was around, but people weren't really using it like they are now. So it's it's been really neat. I think it's a fun way to talk about 24. And we'd love to have. Uh, you, the audience member, uh, join in and doing that. So if you don't have Twitter, get Twitter simply to follow the 24 podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. that, that is a reason enough to join Twitter. Yes, it is. Right. Absolutely. All right. I guess we'll go ahead and sign off for this episode. Look forward to the re- um, recap next week with Joel. Absolutely. Have a good week. 